Welcome to the HR Like a Boss podcast. I'm your host, John Bernadovich. Thank you so much for listening. Please consider liking, commenting, subscribing, and sharing with a friend. I've embarked on a journey to get to know amazingly awesome HR and business professionals with the hope to find out what it takes to do HR like a boss. On today's show, I cannot tell you how excited I am to have Jen Forjack. I met Jen at the NORC conference. So gosh, it's almost been probably eight plus years ago. And Jen is an HR generalist at Willery as we continue our series of interviewing team members from Willery. So Jen, welcome to the HR Like a Boss podcast. Thanks, John. Glad to be here. All right. For those that do not know you, who's to me, one of the kindest and smartest HR professionals that I know, please share a little bit about your background and what you're working on these days. Sure. So I've been working in the human resources field for over 15 years, um, 10 of which has been in a leadership capacity, mostly at uh, nonprofit organizations, but I've also worked at uh, for-profit small business, uh, Fortune uh, Fortune 500, um, organizations. I hold my PHR and SHRM CP. And nowadays I'm working on the Willery people operations team and doing some consulting for some of our clients. Yeah. And thanks to your, your kindness, as well as your, your high degree of expertise in HR, we were so excited to have you join our team. You've been doing an, an awesome job and you certainly are someone doing HR like a boss. So I know that our listeners are curious to hear your responses to some of the questions I'm going to ask you. And for those that are podcast listeners and and have been on the show or listened to the show before, you always know that I start off each podcast with the same question, which is, Jen, how would you describe the purpose of human resources? Um, So I would describe the purpose of human resources as being the driver of an organization's people strategy. It's an incredibly important role. Employees are, um, engaged employees are an uh, employer's greatest asset. And so um, working to engage those employees to make sure that they can be engaged, making sure that they have the support that they need um, through every aspect of human resources, um, I think is extremely important and the purpose for human resources. Yeah, I know that people strategy is such a critical part of it. And I think sometimes overlooked, my sense is, is that uh, nowadays with what's going on in our, in our economy and with the great resignation that this idea of uh, seeking and attracting top talent and retaining them and providing unique opportunities for them is, is a top priority for C-level uh, executives as well as board members, stakeholders, owners, and ha- having that appropriate talent strategy is is paramount. And and I'm curious as an HR generalist, what would you suggest to help someone that's all of a sudden responsible for this spotlighted attribute or or thing you have to do within HR of attracting talent? What tips or suggestions would you give someone to focus their time and attention on? Um, yeah. So as a generalist. You're, you're kind of spread across uh, the board as it is, um, but bringing talent in is incredibly important. So what you should realize is that when you are recruiting, you are the face of an organization. Um, so keep that in mind so that it helps 
that candidate's experience, whether they're hired or not, um, have a good um, opinion of the organization. Also, focus on values. Make sure that they're communicated throughout the process up front and interviewed upon um, to make sure that it's a good fit for both the uh, candidate as well as the as you as an employer, and then also make sure that they have the right skill sets to uh, accomplish the position, um, the goal of the, or the organization. And I will not quiz you on Willery's five core values, although I know you could answer them clearly and concisely. If anyone's out there that's listening and want to check out our website, uh, we're really we're really passionate about our core values, really passionate about our purpose, and I think it makes it easier. I hope for Jen as she goes about recruiting talent into our organization to try to find people that are passionate about improving. They want to be held accountable. They seek to understand. They are enthusiastic in all that they do. And they live by the golden rule. I think I just said all five of them. So uh, check those out. Those are important to us. And I'm sure you within your organization have them. Uh, let's make sure if you do that you're hiring to them. Uh, that you're, you're developing, that you're recognizing when people bring those core values. We have a, a Willery Way recognition program at our firm that we, we every week during our, our weekly huddle with our entire firm, we recognize people that are, are living by and exemplifying those behaviors. So consider that strong recommendation that Jen gave you as it relates to focusing in on those core values. Well, Jen, you mentioned at your intro of who you were and your background and what you're focused on, you have a, a very, I'll call it eclectic industry level experience, nonprofit, for-profit, big company, small company. And you know, working for our firm now, you, it's, it, we're a smaller business, but you're also representing us by doing some HR consulting with a wide variety of employer sides in different industries. And as a recruiter, one of the main things that we do here at Willery is helping clients find talent Sometimes clients are really adamant. You got to have, I have to have somebody with seven years of manufacturing experience in HR. It doesn't translate if they're in a different industry. And I'm curious to see what your perspective is on that topic. Like can HR translate across a wide variety of industries? I believe that HR can. Um, there are nuances, um, manufacturing, union, nonprofit. There are, every organization, every business has its own unique things about it. But if you have the right person that understands, understands business and can learn the business quickly, I don't see what people are people. So, and you're supporting people. That's what HR is about people's strategy. Um, so I definitely think that it can be, uh, that the right people can, um, fill those roles. Yeah, no. And you said something that's really it's, it's, the, it's the thing of HR like a boss is it's a business person first that just so happens to practice in the field of HR. And when you get into a new, new industry, I understand completely the importance of understanding the nuances of a organization that's heavily regulated or may have a union or create some nuance inside of that business that that expertise is required. But if you don't have it, your first six months on the job should really be focused on how do I get to understand that aspect of our business, how we make money, how we lose money, how, our, how we attract and retain talent, what's important to the business. Those, those factors are really, really important and, and great, great point and well said. Speaking of great, 
We're going to take a quick minute to give a plug to our sponsor who's near and dear to my heart. And I know Jen's as well. Jen's been a, 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 a colleague, a friend, a, uh, maybe a fan is a little bit of a too strong of a word of Willery over the years. And now we're so delighted to have her on the team so she can share her wisdom with you on this podcast at the same time, provide great HR internally and externally to our clients. That being said, Willery has supported this podcast over the years and continues to provide resources for us to put on this show. Willery's purpose is to empower people and is focused on supporting mid-sized companies with our direct hire search services, along with our temporary staffing support. So if you're looking for a, a opportunity to improve your talent pool and struggling to find talent in your HR or payroll department, please consider Willery. Or if you aren't getting a return on your investment with your HR technology, please visit us at willery.com. I think I screwed some of that up, maybe left a little bit out, but Jen, I don't care. We're moving on because people don't want to hear what I have to say. They're only here <laughs> to listen to what you have to say. So my next question is about this idea of EQ. One of the key characteristics that's often talked about in human resources is emotional intelligence. I know you're passionate about this. I know that we share a friend and a colleague uh, that you we both think has a high degree of EQ that in preparation for today we talked about. So tell me what you would suggest to someone who's trying to improve their emotional intelligence. Well, aside from reading um, emotional intelligence 2.0 um, and I would say take deep breaths with, before you respond, kind of check yourself with your emotions when, when you feel like you're entering a, um, kind of high stakes situation, ask questions. So make sure that you understand and you're, you're being curious and listen. So a lot of times we want to speak out without listening. So listen and see, seek to understand, <laughs> I think are, are, are important to uh, developing um, emotional intelligence. And you remind me, Jen, of one of the guests I had on this show in season one. He talked about being a consultant, consultative as an HR professional, and all the things you just said around being prepared and asking good questions and listening, and I'm sure having empathy, uh, taking those deep breaths, checking your emotions so that you can really take in what the other person is sharing and will not allow your emotions to run red, we'll call it in order mm -hmm. for you to not be able to have a positive outcome from the discussion. As an HR professional, we're put in very unique situations where the stakes can be high and emotions can run deep. And I certainly think using your EQ in a harmonious way, not to control your emotions, because that is hard to do. We have to recognize them and allow them be what they are, but use them as a tool, as something to your advantage versus not. All right, Jen. Absolutely, John. <laughs> all right, Jen. The last, the last question is the same. I get all of my podcast guests out. The book is called HR Like a Boss. This podcast you're on is called HR Like a Boss. So I'm curious how you would describe someone that does HR Like a Boss. Well, someone that has a high EQ. <laughs> um, also, someone that understands the business. Um, they're a business person that's also a human resources uh, professional. They, they listen, 
they communicate clearly and concisely. I think that that, that summarizes what I, um, a lot of it. There are things I'm missing, but I think that, that that hits the point of what HR like a boss is, understanding the business, understanding people, and bringing the two together. Well, I'm sure you could have gone on and on because there's a lot of things you have to do really well to be an amazingly awesome HR professional, which you are, Jen, and I really appreciate you being on today's show. I'm going to take a quick moment to recap some of the great points that you made. First and foremost, you talked about the importance of HR being the driver for the organization's people strategy. When you look at that, you are the face of the organization, especially as you try to attract talent inside of your organization. And when you're doing that, to focus really in on the values of your company, how it matches up with the values of the candidates that you're talking to, and then dive into the skills competencies and activities of the jobs that need to be done so that you can match those two up values and skills slash jobs that need to be done. And then you likely will have your, you'll, you'll likely have set up your employee uh, to be an A player inside of your organization. You talked several times about learning the business, understanding the business, being a business person first. Maybe you've listened to the podcast or maybe I've, I've said this all too often on, on, on team meetings, but that's an important part for me in the spirit of doing amazingly awesome HR. And then we dug into EQ about taking deep breaths, giving yourself a moment to check your emotions, listen, ask good questions, be clear and kind with your communication. Jen, you were fantastic. Thank you so much for being on today's podcast. You did it, right? It's all good. (laughs) I appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule to be on the show. I love it. Thank you so much, John. Thank you for checking out the HR Like a Boss podcast. If it resonates with you, please consider leaving a rating or review. And better yet, subscribe and share with a friend. Until next time, let's continue to aspire to do amazingly awesome HR.